Well, my name is Adana Bode. I was born in 1933 in a city in the West Bank called Nablus. My father was a laborer in the soap industry. My hometown, Nablus, is famous for soap industry since all times. What in what industry? Soap. Soap. Oh. And so, it is, so, yeah, soap. So it was, huh? And it is very famous in the Arab world, in the region. It's uh, called Nablusi soap. Uh-huh. The reason why the, my hometown was famous for soap because Nablus is a city in the midst of a very rich countryside full of olive trees. Oh. So, so you have that to so the soap. Okay. <laughs> soap depends on uh, olive oil. Of course. Okay, that's yeah. why. And, and water. Yeah. Nablus is full of springs of water. Ah. So you have two basic elements. Yeah. <laughs> this and that. And that's why over thousands of years you, they used to make soap. Ah. And what did your father do in the, in the factory? He was a uh, skilled labor. Skilled labor. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What did he do? Uh, soap manufacturing gets into two phases. Phase one is to cook it, to bring olive oil, water, and uh, soda together, and uh. then you make it. Uh. After that, you put it like construction. Mm-hmm. Like cement ah. on the ground, ah. on the floor. Right. After you put it in the floor, it gets a little bit hard. Mm-hmm. When it gets a little bit hard, you have to divide it into squares, ah. into, into cubes. And you cut it. Yeah. Into cube to yeah. cut it. Yeah. And then manually. Oh. No machines. Ah. And he did that? And that, yeah, he used to do that. To cut the soap? To cut it, to make it. So that was very Cubes. important because... Very you, important yeah. and need always muscular bodies uh-huh. because you have to be very strong uh-huh. to have the knife, which is a long right. one. And your uh, strong father, what was his name? Said. Said. Said, yeah. yeah. And, and I, named my, I named my eldest son after my father. So my son is also Said. Said and yeah. here in the Arab world, Abu Said, they tell ah. me. The father. The father, yeah. And uh, your mother, what's her name? Well, my mother, (laughs) my mother's name was Mahfouza. Mahfouza. If I want to translate it into English, preserved. Preserved, (laughs) really? (laughs) What a strange name. Uh, That's her name. That's her her first name. Mm -hmm. But most important thing in my, my formation of mind, I was the only male in the family, among seven females. So you were the... Seven sisters. You were the little prince. I was the little prince. Mm. But my mother, who was religious, Mm. a man of values, Mm. always was afraid, you know, in our society, especially in those days, Mm. I think until today, a lonely son is spoiled. (laughs) But my father, because he was religious... Never spoiled me. And it happened that when I was five years old, I had a younger sister. We were playing in the house. 
And at one moment, I pushed her. She cried. My father was in the kitchen. He came running. He said to her, why are you crying? She didn't say he pushed me. She said, he hit me. <laughs> and he stabbed me. Oh, and yeah. said to me, the following sentence will never forget. Boy, don't ever think that being a lonely son, you are better than any one of your sisters. <laughs> any one of them is equal than you and better than you. Uh, Do you understand? I said, I understood. Yeah. But yeah. in that... I was not spoiled. Yeah. That's why... But in that moment when you were hit by your father, did you feel angry, ashamed, afraid? I what? cried. You cried. Uh, he slapped me. Yeah. But what remained on my mind is his sentence. What he said, yes. Don't think that being a lonely uh -huh. son, that you are better than any one of your uh -huh. sisters. Every one of them is like you or better than you. <laughs> okay. Mind you, I said yes, I And you had seven. And that was a great lesson. Uh -huh. And you had seven sisters. And uh, seven sisters. And what are their names? Oh, yeah. The, one of them, the eldest, had passed away. Yeah, what, what's her name? She was born in 1997. Her name was Etidal. Mm -hmm. The second one is hit now by Alzheimer. Mm -hmm. She is 91. Mm -hmm. now, and, her, and her name? Her name is Afaf. Mm -hmm. And the third one is... Uh, about to have <laughs> Alzheimer's. <laughs> she's, uh, she's 89. And her the name? name is Siham. Siham. And uh, then I come. Then, number, number four. four. Uh, okay. The little then prince. another one, Wijdan. She had passed away uh. by Alzheimer's. Uh. And the next one, was name, her name is Nahid. And the next one, is, her name is Layla. Mm. And the last one is called Maryam, Mary. Mm. So there are seven. Have I said seven? I think so. Atidal, Afaf, Siham, Wujdan, Nahid. Yes, Layla, Maryam. Oh, you got them all. Maryam is living with me. She's 73. Uh -huh. She's the one who's living with me. Uh -huh. Okay. Now, my father... This is very important. It is more of social studies. In our time, those days, there was no social security. Mm. The social security is the male in the family. Mm -hmm. Because when the father who feeds the family gets old, mm -hmm. he has to rely on his male sons who work because Women did not work. No. They are at home. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. So for him, I was his social security. Yeah. To be. To be. Social security to be. Yeah. That's why he looked after me. Mm. I showed intelligence when I was a young boy. Oh. At school. Oh. You were good in school. Oh. <laughs> I was always first one in oh. the school. Oh. When I was seventh, at the seventh grade, someone from a village around the city came and started to compete with me. <laughs> so sometimes I am first, and, uh -huh. and he's first, and uh -huh. so on. And did you get this from your father or your mother or someone I else? I don't know. Maybe don't... my father, because he was good in arithmetic, uh -huh. I guess. I guess. Well, uh -huh. was, I don't know. Maybe from... But my father and mother, they uh -huh. gave me love. Uh -huh. 
That, that's <coughs> how I evaluate them. Yeah. <coughs> they gave me love. Ah. But what was your favorite subject? When I was, well, in school. Uh, I was good in every sector. You were good. Uh-huh. <coughs> but you, the, the, but, if I want to give a criterion, I tell you how I can make it. Uh-huh. At the secondary school, uh-huh. we have a public exam. Uh-huh. I went through it in 1952. Uh-huh. And it was the first public exam held in Jordan when the two ca- banks got united. Ah. So until that you mean, you year... You mean the West Bank and the East Bank? That's, oh, yeah. that's until, what you're Until that time, it was Palestinian matriculation court oh, oh. because the British were. Yeah. It was under the British mandate. Yeah, yeah. But in 1952, after the uh, <coughs> uh, unification of oh. the two banks... Uh, it has become uh, Jordan, Hashemat Kingdom of Jordan. Mm. And 1952, they held the first common public exam in Jordan. Mm. In that exam, I was the sixth in the country, okay. the greats, <laughs> in the country, both banks. You were a boy genius. Well... Name it what you want, but that's what I did. <laughs> that's what you did. But my father helped me a lot. Uh-huh. As a laborer, uh-huh. you know, the season of olive oil starts at no- in November mm-hmm. and it ends in March. So his job, he used to work for four months uh, in a tough way mm-hmm. and to make money. Mm-hmm. Then they rest mm. until soap becomes dry and they try to put it in paper. Yeah, right. The so we used to do it in paper during summer. Mm. Mm. But in March, according to, our, to the British system, we used to have what you call Easter holiday. Yeah, right. But the British, because we were Muslims, called it, the spring holiday. Okay. <laughs> so, now, my father had the money. Oh. Now, he wants to rest. Oh. And every semester, the school days were three semesters. Right. First semester ends on the eve of the Christmas. Oh. Oh. The British used to call it... Uh, Winter, hol- winter uh, holiday. Winter holiday. Not Christmas. Well, it was nice of them not, <clears throat> yeah. not to challenge the feeling of the people to say Christmas. Well, we are not Christians. <laughs> That's my interpretation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything is my interpretation. No, nobody mentioned this to me. Nah, but nah. as well, I started to understand the world. Uh, and every semester we used to have the, a grade of the semester. Uh-huh. So I had to go back. The first in summer, in, in, in the, when the winter, uh, when the first semester ends, I was the first mm. at school. Mm. So I gave, I used to come with my grade to my father. Oh, good, thank you, Baba. <laughs> now, when it comes to the Easter holiday, a grade, again, the first in the classroom. Mm. Now he would say to me, this is very important. Oh, God. 
I will reward you now. Always in the spring. Mm -hmm. Because in the spring he is in rest. Ah, yeah. <laughs> what was, guess what? What was his reward for me? To take me to a Palestinian city. Just labor. He was a labor. Yeah. That was his program for me over the years. Uh -huh. And where did you go? Through which I, well, I knew every single Palestinian city except the south, Gaza. Mm -hmm. But I knew Jaffa, Tel Aviv, Haifa, Acre, Safat, mm. Nasirah, mm. Jerusalem, mm. Bethlehem, uh, Hebron, uh, every city. And did you have a program? Tiberius. <laughs> When you came to this city, did you have a special program? Well, What did you do? My father is an old man, a traditional man. Yeah. The first thing he used to do to take me to the mosque of, of that city. Okay. The famous mosque. <laughs> okay. And then to go around. Uh -huh. In Jaffa and Haifa used to go meet to, to the sea. Uh -huh. And he used to smoke argila, smoke habal bubble. Yeah. So habal bubble, a casino there and, yeah. and the smoke. Uh -huh. So I would see everything around me. Uh -huh. I remember, I think it was not 43 or 42. Uh -huh. He said to me, now, Baba, I'll take you to the zoo in Tel Aviv. Okay. But I am telling you. So he took me to the zoo. Uh -huh. Just imagine someone, son of a laborer, go back to his hometown uh -huh. and nobody nah. in our neighborhood. <laughs> I was a master. I saw a zoo. <laughs> I saw the lion. I saw whatever. Uh -huh. Okay, to tell my children, yeah. my comrades. Yeah, all your friends. So I was <clears throat> of a certain uh, significance for them. <laughs> the one who knows. <clears throat> okay. Right. I remember we went to the zoo. Mm. After the zoo, we went to what they call it, they used to call it on the sea, you have a casino or... Yeah. It has a name. I don't know. On the, on the shore, yes. Tel Aviv. Yes. I remember when we sat to have lunch, I noticed at the, on the beach, women in their mayos. In their? Mayo. What's that? Swimming, swimming suit. Yes. The bikini was not invented yet. No, eh? okay. Swimming suit, that one. But you can see the armpits of women. Yeah. And they used to have sun there on the yes. beach. Yes. <laughs> When I went back home, oh. my mother asked me. Uh -huh. I was... Eight, nine years old. Where did your father take you? <laughs> so to the zoo. <laughs> And I saw in the zoo what's what said. Uh -huh. And then Mama, I also on the beach <laughs> I saw ladies <laughs> almost naked <laughs> because they were swimming. Uh -huh. And she looked at my father like this. <laughs> 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 so <laughs> For my mates at that time, yeah. I was more knowledgeable about Palestine. Right. Mm. About so many things, because mm. I knew more than that, because they were just living in Nablus. Mm. Father used to give me here as my reward for my progress yeah. in the school. 
Once that a was year. my reward. Once a year you went. Once a year. Once and, a year. and how did you travel? <clears throat> by bus. By bus. My father was a labor. We could go bus. Mm-hmm. And then the bus, he used to put me near the window. Yeah. And he used to look from the windows. Where, at that time, the villages in Palestine, they were names. Yeah. Once you pass by a village. Okay. He used to read me the names of the villages. Mm. <laughs> he used to buy, yeah. pass by. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> bye-bye. That's it. Yeah. Until we reached the city yeah. where we used to go to the hotel. This was sort of your education. He gave you an education. It was education. Yeah. It was education. He was an educator. It, was, it, it opened my mind. Yes. Let me put it this way. Yeah. It opened my mind to, uh, to other things. Yeah. Yeah. And did you stay? And that o- made me different from my yeah. mates. Yeah. And did you that, stay? Adnan, did you stay overnight or did you go back the same uh, day? Two nights. You stayed two nights. Yeah. In a One hotel. night, another night. In hotels. In a hotel. Yes. Ah, so that was quite a lot of money that he spent on you. I told you, when the uh, March comes, mm-hmm. my father would have made good money okay. during winter, <laughs> during the work. Yeah. So he would spend it. Uh-huh. Oh, oh, his son, and he's uh-huh. taking me to teach me about Palestine. Yeah. Okay, that's how I knew the cities of Palestine. Right. Uh, do you think your sisters were envious of you? No. You know, in, in our traditional families, uh-huh. the mother, how she raised the sisters, uh-huh. she raised them to love their brother uh-huh. because I am lonely. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I benefited from being lonely, not by being spoiled, nee? but by being educated. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's very important in my life. Yes. And I'm going to write it in my uh, memoirs. Very important. It opened my mind. Tell me, let's go back to your days in Nablus, your young days in Nablus. Could you give us a feeling of the city? Were you moving around? No. Well, Nablus, the most important thing in Nablus, 1948, the Nakba. Yeah, but before. Wait, we'll wait a little bit. Did you move around in the city? Did you have a bicycle or what? Uh, yes, I no, I didn't have, but I used to rent a bicycle. You rented a bicycle from the money you got uh, from for, the soap? For, uh, you know, half a piastre, yeah. five cents so or something. So you could rent uh, from who? For five, well, some people used to rent. Ah. You go to him uh-huh. to rent, well, uh-huh. and to have it for five minutes, for example. Five we'll minutes him, only, okay. Uh, five minutes just to go around. You, yeah. Alone or with a friend? With a friend. With a, so you had two bikes. You were t- biking together. Uh, yeah, two bikes. Okay. And what did you Let's see? Let's go on bike. Yeah, what did you see? <laughs> I was just going around. Uh-huh. Oh, happy to be on a bicycle. <laughs> that's the that fact. That was enough. <laughs> uh, that was enough. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay, that's right. But I didn't learn swimming. No. Uh-huh. I couldn't. Uh-huh. Okay. Some people, because we don't have sea. Uh-huh. But we have pools, swimming uh-huh. pools. Uh-huh. Two you, swimming pools in town. Uh-huh. I, I couldn't. Yeah. I couldn't learn. And when I was old, older and I went to the uh, Emirates, I was in the sea. Mm. Two years I was there. <laughs> Someone tried to teach me and huh. he told me, Adnan, you will never learn because once you are in water, you... <laughs> yeah, you freeze up. Yeah, you get nervous. Yeah, a, so you will never... And, I, uh, and then later on, I almost died, uh, drowned in a swimming pool. Uh, that was that comes later yeah. as a father. Yeah, but uh, 
<laughs> could you give me a feeling of, of Nablus? Uh, I love Nablus. T- t- Nablus is Paint a painted picture from that time Nablus before is, before the Nakba. Ah, Nablus is a very rich town uh-huh. and uh, heritage. Uh-huh. You can imagine why. I mean, well, you never heard of it, but I'll tell you. Uh-huh. It's not a common knowledge. Uh-huh. You know, we have the Jordan Valley. Uh-huh. It's called the Great Depression from. North Syria down to the Red Sea. Mm. Always there are earthquakes. Mm. But big earthquakes happen mm. according to the registers of monasteries. Right. Uh. Adira, uh. Monasteries. Mm. They used to write or to keep records. Mm. It happens almost every 100 years. Uh. By the way, the latest I have read in Haaretz from Israel, they are preparing for a would-be earthquake because the last earthquake, the big one, yeah. was 1927. <laughs> okay. Now almost we are become, <laughs> yeah, coming yeah, to, yeah. To, to, to 100 years. Year. <laughs> Only recently I read oh, it, yeah. maybe two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. In Israel, they are interested in preparing for yes. such a thing. They are expecting it. Uh-huh. According to... The, the statistics of the... Right. They, they got. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now, Nablus is on the side of the valley. Uh-huh. So when there is an earthquake, Nablus used to be... Uh-huh. It's the last out. one in 1927. Uh-huh. I guess Nablus is a Greek name uh-huh. called Neopolis. Uh-huh. Neopolis. Which means that there was... An old police. Oh, just there. <laughs> that's a new police. Yeah. Rebuilt again. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah. That's the name. Okay. Okay. Which is very important for analytical mind to say. Mm. Well, it means that this town was destroyed so many times mm. in the past. Mm. And that's why finally it got that name by the, the, the Greeks. Right. Neopolis. Mm. Now, why? Why should it be populated and people should be there? Because simply w- w- water. Mm. Human beings. That's important. Ah, when important. they settle the oil, settle yes. near water. Always. Water, especially in our region. Yes. Okay? Water. Mm. So it is, we cannot uh, go in the desert. Why not? There is water there. Mm. So they built it again. Mm. It is destroyed and then rebuilt. Right. What does that mean? It was inhabited by number of peoples, not one people. And each people, that's my assumption. Mm. And each people that lived there must lay, yeah, must have left mm. their tradition. Sure. So Nablus is full of traditions. Ah. From Karanais, from Jews, from Samaritans, from what, etc. You call them. Ah. So we have so many things. Mm. I, I guess, for example, in Nablus, they have a traditions, Shiite tradition, but we are Sunnis. Mm-hmm. But I can explain it simply, mm. because in the 13th century, this part of the world, Syria, Jordan, Palestine, were under the rule of uh, the Fatimites in Egypt. The Fatimites were the Fatimids, mm. were Shia, 
Shiites. Mm. So the whole area was Shiites. They turned to Sunnis again after Saladin, if you remember this name. Right. After Saladin pushed out the crusaders from Jerusalem, mm. they became again because Saladin was Sunni. Right. They became Sunni <clears throat> once again. Now, how do you know this? Because when we were young, my, my grandmother used to tell me, Adnan, go to that place and bring me a kettle of water. Mm. Once I said, why do you drink water on such and such a day? Mm. She used to tell me, because <laughs> it was a Shiite tradition, because the day when Al-Hussein for them, mm. Islam was killed, he was thirsty. Mm. <laughs> so that's... <laughs> but when you were a kid, were there any Jews in Nablus? No, no. There were Samaritans, and still there. The Samaritans are uh, uh, indigenous people. Yeah, since... but no, no Jews? No, no Jews. Um, let's, let's go to the Nakba, and I'm interested in what you remember, you personally, not the big picture? I remember when we had the Christmas holiday or the winter holiday. Yeah, the winter holiday. That's what the British called it. Yeah. But the Christmas holiday. Mm. It was on the eve of uh, Christmas, mm -hmm. which is at the end of December. Mm. When we went into January, our school, we were told, closed down. Uh -huh. We asked why. They said to accommodate refugees coming from the coast. Uh -huh. So the, that at an early stage. Uh, what year is the, what's what year is this? January 1948. We started January 1948. Yes. Before the Nakba. Well, that's the Nakba. The Nakba started but a little it bit started later. later, I thought, ah, in May. They, uh, That's well, not correct. Historically, they call it uh, when Israel was the, announced yeah, as an independent yeah, state. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was uh, May yeah. 1948. Oh, so this is January 1948. Uh, and your school is closed because refugees are coming. If you read, I am Pepe. No, no. Now we talk about you. Not Ilan Pape. Uh, now we talk about, about your, history. No, no, no. About I, this. Yes, but you say this is interesting. What you're saying, your school is closed in January 1948 because it had to accommodate refugees it's coming from the coast, from Jaffa and area. Yes. Area. Okay. And and uh, do you know? Did you see this by yourself? No, no. The I saw them coming. You saw them coming. Of course. And I remember one of the families, we have, our house was uh, four rooms. Mm -hmm. We rented, we had, there was no work. Right. My father rented one room for one of the families coming from Jaffa, in my house. How many lived uh, in that room? I think a family, five people, uh, six uh. people. And were you told why they were fleeing? Why were they, why did they leave Jaffa? Because they, the ethnic cleansing started. Mm. The ethnic cleansing was... Already in January? Oh, very early. I tell you, this is very important. You cannot mention anything without remembering this. Mm. 
according to what well, I know, the, fa the fact that they came just at the end of 47, the beginning of 48. Right. When I read about it by Pape, he says, when the General Assembly of the United Nations decided the partitioning of Palestine, mm. the Jewish agency was very happy. Yeah. Now the state is coming, right. which they were struggling for. Mm. And they were celebrating it. Mm. The leader was Ben-Gurion. Of course. They, they made a meeting to talk about it. Mm. And everybody was happy, including Ben-Gurion. But Ben-Gurion was not as happy as the others. <laughs> okay. One of them asked him, and he opened a map. Mm. You know, they had very accurate information about yeah, this time. Yeah. They opened the map. Mm. That's according to Pape, mm. or the other one, Sand, one of them, because mm. I read all the books. Mm. He took, he looked at them, look at it. That is our share mm. of Palestine. Mm. If the Palestinians accept the partitioning, their number in our share will be 49% right. of the population. Mm. Next year, there will be a majority, there will be, then there is no Zionist state. No, there's no Jewish state anymore. Then Jewish state. <laughs> That's true. And the order was start. Of course. To clean, cleanse those Arabs in their share. Yeah. But. That, <clears throat> that's why the first ones came from the coast. I know all this, but I'm more interested in your story than Ilan Pape's. Now. No, now I want to ask you something. Now, I, let, let me continue. No, but not in, not in this. No, about, this. not about this, about the yes. other things. Yes, please. Okay. Well, the school closed. Yeah. My father said to me, we have this tradition of apprenticeship, yeah. which I mentioned yesterday. Yes. He said to me, Baba, you know, there he is called, no school. He called you Baba? Oh, mm. he used to tell me. Yeah, Baba. Baba. Well, there will be no school. Aye. Now you are a young man. You have to learn something to uh, be you able were 15? to be to able to live. You were fifteen or something. I was fifteen. Yeah. Fourteen, fifteen. Yeah. I said, "Oh, I want to be a mechanic." Oh. So he took me to certain place, and mm. I became a mechanic, mm. having overhaul and oh, yeah. overhaul, okay. like any other day. Yeah, yeah. But do you know how many? Uh, Palestinians poured into Nakba. How many people? No, I don't. No, you never. I, I don't remember. Uh, did you did you speak to to people of your own age that has? Yeah, but were you very few of them because poor people when they came they kept together. Ah, for us they were foreigners. They were foreigners. Ah, I mean, they are not Nabulses. Different. No, diff yani, they were not Nabulses. No. Nah. Oh, coming from outside. Uh, Nabulses, is that what you call? We are, are Nabulses. Ah, if you're from uh, Nablus. Nablus, ah, Nablus. Uh, we are not Nablus. And they were not. It took them time. Yes. To merge. So they were different. Well, not different. They were like us. I mean, but, they eat like us. They speak Arabic, etc., uh, etc. Et but... Their accent is different from our accent. Oh. The Nabulsi accent is different from the Jaffa accent. Yeah. So the, you didn't. The Haifa accent is different from the Jerusalem accent. Ah. 
in Palestine. Of so you, so you didn't mix really with these. At the uh, beginning, yes. At uh, my age, I didn't. Nah. Now, that year finished. 1949. Uh-huh. By the end of 1949, the school reopened. Uh-huh. Okay? Uh-huh. We went to school. And what happened to the refugees that, that had lived in the no, school? No, still there. In December 1949, mm-hmm. the UNRWA was established. Oh, yeah. Okay? The UN. This is very important. Mm-hmm. That played a big role in my thinking. Mm-hmm. I went back to school. Mm-hmm. But how I went back to school? We were having supper at home, mm-hmm. when I was a mechanic, still mm-hmm. a mechanic. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we, in those days, we didn't have tables like this. Nah. We have <laughs> low, low tables, <laughs> round ones. Uh, we used to sit down around it. Uh, and you were sitting on the floor or on what? On the floor, but uh, mattresses. Yeah, okay. Okay. We were having lunch, mm-hmm. uh, supper. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, my father, my father here, my mother here, I am and my sisters around here. Mm. And I was next to my mother. Mm-hmm. My father looked at me and said to me, Baba, the school, I was told today, the, the school will be reopened soon. Mm-hmm. Do you want to continue as a mechanic or to go back to school? Mm. I said, no, I want to be a mechanic. Mm-hmm. My mother shouted crying. <laughs> at my father, not at me. <laughs> at your, at your father. She was next to him, uh-huh. and she was crying. Uh-huh. I don't want to remember. <laughs> Shouting at him. Uh-huh. In Arabic, ya masur. You respectable man. Uh-huh. How come that you tell him to become a mechanic? Uh-huh. My father was very fair. I said to him, I didn't tell him. <laughs> I was asking him. It yeah. was he who said this, yeah. but she continued to cry. Yeah. I have this only son, and our son, you know, he is an intelligent boy. He How is this in Arabic, what she was shouting? Could, could I hear that? Yeah, yeah, in Arabic. Yeah. How did she say it? Yeah, Mastur. How did you say it? How did you say it? I said, I كان لازم تعرف من الأساس إنه لازم يرجع للمدرسة هذا ابني الوحيد بعدين ابننا مش حمار هيك مش حمار he's not a donkey يعني he's not dull <تصفيق> هو ابننا شاطر <تصفيق> ففاذر became apologetic and she looked at me when she looked at me no no mom I'll go back to school So she, everybody became <تصفيق> so you changed your mind we continued our supper and I went back to school it was only by accident I always assumed that. Suppose that my father didn't mention it at supper, mm. where my mother listened. Mm. The school would have been opened, and it would be for, too late for me to, for her to get to know that people yeah. go to school. Yeah. <laughs> and I would have been a mechanic. Yeah. <laughs> All my life would have changed. Yes. Okay? But this is very important in my yes, life. Yes, yes. I can that's understand that. That's a, de- that's, that's a defining moment. Oh, yeah. That made my life. Yeah. My that, mother. That made your life. My, my her emotional reaction yeah. made my life. At the supper. Yeah, at uh, the supper. Uh, okay. But... Uh, okay, now in December... Yes. The Andrua and was established. Yeah. It happened that the place where the Andrua 
at that time, distributed milk in the morning mm. and other things. Mm. On the way of my going to the school, mm. one day it was winter, mm. bad winter. Uh-huh. I think it was February. Uh, was it snow? When I was, was, it snow I was going to school in the morning. Was it snow even? But sometimes it's snow, mm. but it was bad. Very, very good winter yeah. for us. Or a bad winter. Oh, I was going that road. Uh-huh. I noticed a girl. She was a refugee uh-huh. with uh, not a shoe, not shoes. Should it be sandal? Sandal or sandals? Sandals, you know, open. Open. Yeah, slip. Uh, and her fingers coming out of it, and they were her toes. Red. Her toes. Red. Not, not her toes. Yeah, toes. Her toes. And they were red. Yeah, were red, because and crying and carrying. Uh, Lizay Sattel Hek pocket with with silk around it, having milk, taking uh-huh. it from the place, going back home. Milk wherever in a, she was in a bucket, okay. Uh-huh. Crying. What to do with her? Yeah. I have to reach school. Uh-huh. Until today, I couldn't do anything. No. I have the duty to go to school. <laughs> so I left her, but I was but you I, st- I cried. Basically, you I did, tried yeah. to see, to see But it. you still think about her? Oof. To this day? Oof. Mm. I can't see the girl. No. Seven years old. Uh, terrible, yeah, terrible. well, that is the most emotional party of the Nakba yeah. for me. Yeah, yeah. That girl. Yeah, I can understand. Uh, okay. And... I went to school, etc., yeah, and resumed, yeah, and yeah. then my life started to yeah. take another direction. But uh, I want to ask you, Adnan, if, has the Nakba in any way affected your life in a, in a deeper sense? Oh. Or have, uh, would you have been the same person without the Nakba? Now, the Nakba took place, let's say, 48. Mm. Schools opened 49. Mm. They, between 48 to 54, six years, were the worst years of the West Bankers. Why? The outcome of the Nakba was for the West Bank. Uh The Western outlet to the sea closed. Uh The Northern outlet to the north, the, the northern outlet to Syria and Lebanon was closed. Mm. The southern outlet to Egypt was closed. Mm. So for trade, especially for my father, our soap used to be exported. Right. By train from ah. Jaffa to go back to, to down to Cairo. Ah. There was no work, very little. Because for, there for, was no water for the factory. For local, they started the to soap. make soap for local consumption, mm. not for exportation. So the work has become less. So what did he do? What did he survive? My father saw, uh, was obliged to work as a watchman by night in the market wow. to take to to be able to support yeah. us, yeah. for us and yeah. the family. Yeah. But for the whole people, it was the same. 
it was difficult. And did you also have an extra work to support the family? No, no, you no, studied. I wa- no, no. I was you at studied. school now. Yeah. I'm looking after myself at school. Yeah. Yeah. So something else happened, which was, as I call it, a savior mm-hmm. for the West Bankers mm-hmm. and Gazans. Kuwait. Kuwait started to, I think, to export oil in 1947. Mm. And in Kuwait, there was a ruler who was uh, open-minded. Right. Started to build a state. Yeah. So they needed skilled people. Right. A lot of Palestinians. So they opened the doors mostly for the Palestinians. So most of us moved to Kuwait and life started to become good. Yeah. Because the Palestinian who went to Kuwait used to send the money to his family. Right. I Many wanna... refugees came to Jordan. Yeah. And those refugees started new homes. Yes. So started to buy land from Jordan. Right. So the life in Jordan became better. It was good. Because landowners are Jordanians. Yeah. Okay. Right. So everything started to change. Yeah. So in my opinion, between 19. 54 to 1970, they were the golden era mm. in the history of Jordan. Mm. Because psh, everything was going well, well. It was growing. Building, yeah. construction, etc., etc., etc. I want to ask you another thing. You know, a lot of Palestinian refugees, I mean, you're not a refugee, but uh, Palestinian refugees, even if they're 85 years old and living in Sweden, for example, they still say, before I die, I want to go back to Palestine, to my uh, soil, to, to the ground, to feel the stones, the earth. Do you, and I, I mean, I don't question that feeling or that, um, in some cases, political idea even. But what, what's your opinion about this very strong story about the right? Of course, you have a right of return, but maybe you have a better life in Sweden than returning to uh, I'll know, tell you, what, what, what's your idea about I'll this? tell you two things. After the Baal Conference, the Zionist Baal Conference in, 19, in 1897, mm-hmm. uh, the Zionists sent two uh, uh, kahanas to Palestine. What's that, kahanas? Uh, religious men. Hacham uh-huh. Shubtsamu. بالانجليزي يا بنت شو الحاخام بالانجليزي؟ حاخام صرت انسى a wise man perhaps؟ لا لا wise man قصدك قصدك اليهودي؟ ما فهمت اليهودي الحاخام اليهودي شو بيسموه؟ رابعي they sent a telegram after they came to Palestine to Vienna. Yeah, the bride is uh, beautiful. The bride is you know, beautiful. That, that quote is The question. bride is beautiful, it's, but it is engaged. Yeah, yeah, but it's a historically question uh, quote. You know that. Okay. But yeah, <laughs> it's a good quote. Uh, it's a good quote. Yeah. <laughs> I used it. Yeah, you can. As for interpretation, yeah, to interpret things, you, you, yeah. it helps. It helps. It does. Okay. The second one. Uh, my definition, I've done about this definition, 
of the Nakba is the following. Mm. Are you listening? The Palestinian Nakba is trilateral. Uh-huh. You know the meaning of trilateral? Yes. Three dimensions. Yes. سامعي يا بنتي احفظيها عن غيب اللي بتحكي هذا مهم إليك حتى The Palestinian Nakba is trilateral uh-huh. First we lost homeland Yes Second we became refugees uh-huh. Third and this is more important is civilizational We turned from being Mediterranean oriented people to desert oriented people uh-huh. And I leave it for your imagination That's the real Nakba. Mm. In Palestine, our neighbors are Europe. You yeah. go to see Greek, Greece, Italy, France. Yeah, yeah. Now, after this was closed, I have to go be east and south. Mm. I became, what is there? They are rich, they have oil. Mm. Desert. Mm. So I turned. I understand what I'm saying. Mm. I feel it because I knew Palestine. Mm. I knew the coast. I mm. was on the coast. Mm. You've seen it. We turned from, yes, mm. and enjoyed it. Yes, of course. We turned from Mediterranean-oriented people with all its implications, mm. civilization, life, etc., mm. to becoming desert-oriented people. You know what's yeah. it mean? What do mean? Do you know what I mean? I know that uh, is I know what you mean, for but me that is yeah. the real. And I mentioned it to an Italian ambassador here. Yeah. He oh God, none. That's it. Mm. okay. We lost land. We maybe we have another land. Uh. What if it is maybe our yeah. children will yeah. not be yeah. will yeah. know uh. But the basic fact uh. is our civilization. Yes, I understand that. We were looking to Europe yeah. as the example. Yeah. To be pushed to look at the desert, yeah. to the Bedouins to be my... Uh-huh. But that is the civilizational dimension of the Nakba. Uh-huh. That's what I'm saying. Okay. And I say it with... I'm, I'm angry. I, I, don't yeah. want, I don't even remember it. <laughs> I can hear that, that, you, that you're angry. <sighs> Maybe even sad. Maybe. Even sad. It is saddening. Mm, it's saddening. Yeah. Mm. However, well, that's my life. Yeah. All right. Thank you very much well, for your story. It's very interesting. It both Let us ask for coffee. <clears throat> it's been both the small details and the big questions. Oh. Well... You know, with analysis. I have just analytical thinking. I know, you have your way of thinking. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, if you asked me these questions 20 years ago, I, you'd have heard maybe something else. Of course, or tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> also. It changes from yeah, day to day. It changes. Like, like the title of your book. It changes, uh, you know, uh, it's a mood. Well, it's a, it's, it's this a is mood. This is history. Yeah, it's mood. This is history of man. There, are cha- there is change all the time. <laughs> yeah, it's true. We have to accept it. It should uh, you, uh, be able to adapt to it. It has to be. Yeah. Otherwise, oh. it's boring. 